Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. One of the most recognizable pieces of music, period. Jimi Hendrix, Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. Um, as we continue to do a little acknowledgement, uh, we did this last week, and uh, throughout the week you heard all kinds of, uh, and rightfully so, um, acknowledgements and celebrations and things having to do with surrounding Veterans Day. The NFL will be on that today. Um, but... This is my little corner of the world, um, mine, but it's also Sam and I. We do this every year. Sam, do you remember what you were doing at nineteen? Ooh, what you were, what you were like? Um, be- I was not not doing what he not doing what he was doing. No, no, and, 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 and far from it, far from it, and, and not just him, all them dudes. Because this yeah. is not about this is not me touting my father's contribution. He was one of thousands. Okay, but this is my connection to it and, 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 the, and the war effort during World War II. But we make fun of some friends of ours who's, you know, who've had 19-year-olds and we've known them, and we wouldn't let them wash our car, right? Right, <laughs> Just, right. And, 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 and truth be told, I wasn't playing sports like Ken Griffey Jr. at 19, and my brain wasn't working like, you know, Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg's inventing things. And I was, you know, I was a knucklehead, you know, still, and, and not listening to people going, you know, you got to – you know, you got to focus more and, and, and things will get better. But, you know, at 19, you want everything right now. I say that because that whole generation, um, most of them were 18, 19 years old that were sent not only to um, Europe, but also to the Pacific. And and Pops was one of them. He was part of a group of men who were discovered by a, a reporter from Ringling College, believe it or not, who were putting together a piece for the Library of Congress gathering soldiers of color. Anyway, um, he was asked to talk about his journey to Normandy for the D-Day invasion. And it's a 17-minute interview, which is in the Library of Congress along with these other guys. But I've cut this up in just, you know, just under two minutes. Uh, give you a quick little version of it. And we play it um, during this time of year during Veterans Day. So once again, um, Love him to pieces. I'll never be able to do what he did and that whole generation. But just think about that, being 19. And he, by the way, wondering if he's going to make his 20th birthday because his birthday was June 3rd, right? And these guys all hit the hit the water and left wherever they were at. Well, he'll tell you. Here it is. A little remembrance of going to Normandy from Bill Clarkson. I was in the 1st United States Army. After I finished high school, I got drafted 
like everybody else back in 1943. They sent me overseas, and uh, that was interesting because I went on the Queen Elizabeth, and uh, we didn't have an escort. Uh, the ship was so fast it could outrun the submarines. So in six days, we landed in Glasgow, Scotland. And of course, it could have made it in four days, but uh, for the maneuvering it had to do, it slowed it down. Our job was to uh, unload ships. We were a port battalion, and that was from uh, that was from September '43 to uh, probably uh, May '44. We got on a boat or a, sh a small ship, not like. Queen Elizabeth, and once we got on the ship, we knew that we were going to be part of the invasion. I really wasn't scared, the truth is. Uh, you have a lot of emotions. I didn't want to be there in the first place, you know. But uh, I figured, well, everybody else is here, so I'm here too. And uh, But while we were on the ship going to France, I was wondering if I was going to make my uh, 20th birthday, because my birthday was June 3rd. And, uh, and I made it <laughs> by a couple of days, but uh, on the 6th of June, we were right off the coast. We were right there off Normandy Beach, and uh, we could see everything. The service was not integrated in World War II. It just wasn't. You, you know, I was in an outfit that's all colored, all black, except the officers. And uh, so that's the way it was. Yeah. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, as we acknowledge Veterans Day. I'd like to play that piece. Just a couple quick notes. Um, yeah, the um, colored soldiers, while initially given a rifle, Sam, didn't use them for that invasion because they were D-Day plus one. That's what he was. Because the, the other soldiers, the white soldiers, who, by the way, had guns, but they were also doing the dying, that he liked to point out in that much larger piece, um, they waited. And, and, and once the Germans were pushed back, then everybody came ashore. And the colored soldiers were the ones who emptied the ships. They were the ones who drove the trucks between units and had to dodge the landmines. And by the way, look up the Red Ball Express. That's the name of the truck drivers gave. That's another group of men whose story should be told. Yeah. Just like the uh, Tuskegee Airmen. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, there was that. And um, I just you know want to mention, because one thing when I play that for people, they say they make a comment about his attitude toward being there. At that point, you know, he didn't want to be there, but he just figured everybody else was here. Yeah. So that's the way it was. And and their conditions getting there were not something that was questioned. Hey, I want a bigger room or how come they got bunks in theirs and we just got cots. This was, you know, folks back then, especially folks of color, didn't stand up and, and protest in 1943. Um, because I think there was just one general want from everybody, despite your color back then. And this is what I've learned. These folks all came through the Depression, Sam. So it wasn't about stature. It wasn't about bright, shiny things. It wasn't about, you know, sleeping the same way that dude over there was sleeping or, or eating the same time. They, they just wanted something to eat regularly. Yeah. Regularly. 
I mean, they treated decently, but still, it was that was the objective. But getting over there and and doing what they did. Um, Listen, say what you will about Tom Brokaw, but the man, he, he coined the phrase properly to those folks in mm-hmm. uh, the greatest generation. Yeah, um, without a doubt. I can't, I, I just can't. And remember, the guy you just heard talking was 85. He was 85 then when he did that um, when he did that piece. But anyway, I appreciate you letting me get that out there again, Sam. Oh, man. And, and, always, and always, always. Um, anyway, like I said, I, I can't carry that man's you-know-what. <laughs> so let's 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 reset here and, and and also an acknowledgement to all our veterans that may be listening from whatever conflict you were a part of. Yes. Yes. So thank yes. you. for it, it, Thank it, you for your service. Thank you for your service. Each and every one. Absolutely. Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 The Game 929 The Game dot com. We say to you, God morning, Georgia. Morning. A little bit late, but also want to acknowledge good morning to you folks in Stone Mountain. Okay. Yeah, man. You know I don't what? Know I just... if you can see the mountain this morning. It's kind of <laughs> cloudy out there. You may not be able to see that. You might. Not. I got to tell you something, man. You remember we talk every time we talk uh, Stone Mountain. I mentioned First Baptist Church right there on Main Street. Mm-hmm. It's changed. Okay. It is no longer First Baptist Church. It is called the Church on Main in Snellville. Okay. Right out there. Okay. All right. So there you go. Uh, Jennifer Cook out there, the women's director, uh, who used to do moms, uh, reached out to me and told me, nope. No longer First Baptist. We are the Church on Main. Okay. So those of you heading to the Church on Main, yep. have a wonderful Drive day. Drive with care. Thanks for letting us ride along with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For those of you who are out heading for uh, for your, your church to service, whatever your house of worship is. Abs- Thanks absolutely. For along. And mm-hmm. those of you that are participating in our little un- <laughs> poll here real quick before I turn things over to Sam, unofficial Atlanta landmarks. We started off just having some fun with some things. The Krispy Kreme on Ponce is gone. They haven't built it yet. So we started mentioning things that should be part of the historical society but aren't. They're unofficial Atlanta landmarks that should be considered. Mary Max Tea Room, the Varsity, uh, Plaza Theater, the Claremont Lounge, the Dwarf House, and, of course, the Big Chicken. Are we missing any? Hit us up at at 92.9 The Game or give Eric a call at uh, 404-741-0929. Mr. Crenshaw, the floor is yours. Wow. What's going just, on just, just quickly run around some things. Obviously, the high school scoreboard show, uh, first week of the playoffs now in the books because they had to play on two days, Greg, because we didn't have enough people wearing the striped oh, shirts. Oh, no. We had to play on two separate days. They divided up the games. They had games yesterday that kicked off everywhere from 12 noon all the way to 8 o'clock last night just to try to get those games in, the officials. Because remember, when you get to the playoffs, not everybody is certified to officiate playoff games. And you add four more people to your crew, your chain, your three people that work your chains, you know, Bubba Louie, whoever usually works your chain crew on Friday night, <laughs> cannot do it for the playoffs. We got to have officials doing that. And, you know, the old driver's ed coach, is the clock operator (laughs) not doing the playoffs. you got to have somebody official doing that. So that's four more people that have to go on to a crew to work a playoff game, and you already have a shortage. Can I say that don't make no sense to me? Why? Because if the guy's been working the clock, I don't care if he's a driver, a teacher, or whatever he does, he's been doing it all year, correct, all season. Dude, this is a playoff game, and if you made the bus ride that some of these people have had to make to go play a playoff game, you don't want that dude running your clock. So you 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 get somebody who a especially in this. Let's talk to the referee, Eric. What <laughs> what say you? Well, it, there's two things, right? Go ahead. In a regular season, thank game, you. Okay, in a regular season game, a small mistake of when to reset the forty to the or the twenty five. Those differences that a referee can stop and say, "Oh, change this or change that." 
you don't want that in a playoff game because that can make a difference if a if a team gets an extra 15 seconds to run a play when they shouldn't have got that 15 seconds to run a play and now they converted a, a long distance play or something like that because the guy who's running that um, play clock upstairs doesn't know what to reset and when not to reset, that makes a huge difference. Those little rules that the regular guy may not have been aware of that comes into play during you know the playoff. Key, key point, in college and high school, the clock stops every first down. Okay? And the – the guy who does it regularly, he may miss that, you know. And that's a when you're driving and that clock doesn't stop and you lose two or three seconds, mm-hmm. that's a huge difference. Can't you just tell this dude at the beginning of the game, these are the couple different rules, the differences between what you did in the regular season? Dude. And then only, be, only because in a regular year, I get it. But because there's a shortage now, because, you know, you have limited bodies, just have this guy have a quick little class a couple days before. This is the quick difference between – meaning somebody get to him and explain the rules that happen in a playoffs that, like Eric that, just you, did. you got to do that at 75 schools. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. you know, send and, out a memo. And, and, and yeah. that, that, that number may be shorter than what – I mean, how many games did we have between those two days? You know, so, so can you guarantee that every school out there that's hosting a game – can make sure that their their scoreboard operator goes to that and get that submitted to the, the folks out in town. It's called an, it's called an email, right? No, you send it out no, there. No, no, that, that's not. Because everybody can't, can't take you know, a some, chance. Some people don't know they're in the playoffs until the week before the game. So I this mean, ain't the Pony thing. Express. An email can go out in the <laughs> afternoon, man. Come on. Man, talk about the email. You can send an email where the people yeah. do the thing that you're, you know, telling them they have to do. What? Because what chances are the person who's doing operate operating that clock got a regular day job. Hey, y'all, you know, listen, I I'm, get what you're saying, but still, dude. if in these times when there's attrition affecting some of these games and you need bodies, you send the email out, you tell a dude who's been doing it all season, listen, we may need you for the playoffs. What if the so, email goes into a spam? Well, there's a whole lot of what ifs. What, what if he got to take his kid to soccer that day? And he missed it. I'm That's just, just saying. It, but there's a whole. But listen, is it perfect now, Eric? Is it is it across the board in the playoffs? Let's leave this season out. Has it been perfect officiating from the past up to this year? Absolutely not. Thank you. So since that's the case, so we just give up trying. No, no. But you use what you have in place. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I know there's other stuff you want to get to. Yeah, let me let him finish. The the last point. There is a certain thing known as home cooking. When you have an official up there who is unbiased, you know, you don't want that home guy trimming a couple of seconds. Uh, (laughs) Y'all are talking about corruption now. I'm not going into that. No, we're not talking about that. But, but, you know, that incompetence. That that guy who's up there during the regular season is just, like you said, a parent. He might be the parent of the quarterback. You never know who's up there. Oh, all right. See, now we're gonna have to bump into Terrell's. Gonna have to be nice because we got some more local stuff. We'll get this. Tell you what, at the at the uh, seven forty. Yeah, Sam, I knew there were some things you left on the tank there, but we're gonna talk to Terrell Thomas up next. These Urban Times, and of course, your real estate expert, whether it's commercial or residential. He's joining us next, Sam and Greg. Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. <laughs> Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We're, we're too close in age for us for folks to call us Fred and Lamont, but 
<laughs> yeah, we do, we're too close in age. We don't have that go. Can I tell you what I did? I was on set this week and and just killing some time. One of the the YouTube videos I watched and it just it makes me smile. And I guarantee you, if y'all watch it, it will make you smile. You just you just type in Fred Sanford and and Scatman Crothers. Oh yeah. Or 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 Fred Sanford and all of me. And it's that episode where Scatman, his buddy, shows up with his little ukulele, and him and Fred sing um, "All of Me." Yeah, and it's just—it just makes you smile, man. <laughs> it just makes you smile. Them two dudes cutting it up. Anyway, Sam and Greg, we uh, again, we're gonna get to uh, some of the local stuff we didn't get a chance to last segment. And uh, listen, let's jump into this right now because the boys—we talked about this earlier. Uh, had a little back and back with Milwaukee and. It was okay, you know. Um, excuse me, Philadelphia. I said Milwaukee. Yep. Philadelphia. And they lost last night, but even on the heels of them getting it done. But listen, anything we need to know, NBA, anything we need to know, real estate, right, Sam? He's covering it all. We got we got our boy here, Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times. Uh, good morning, partner. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm great. I'm great. How you guys doing this morning? Yeah, man, we're doing all right. We're, you know, we're coming back December 17th. Mark it down on your calendar. You'll be joining us on Saturdays again, too. Okay. And I'll Ter- be ready. Terrell will also be joining us on over the uh, Thanksgiving, Sam. Yes. Those two days there. So, anyway, go ahead, man. What's on your mind? Terrell? Did we lose him? So I, 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 oh, I, there he is. I, I, I've been wondering, and I wanted to get you gentlemen, both of you guys, if you don't mind, uh, your feel. I, I heard you already speaking on Veterans Day, with the day being, being uh, well, with the NFL honoring uh, Veterans Day. And I also heard uh, the wonderful story in which uh, – Mr. Clarkson, you know, get, uh, re- recapped and everything like that. I've been wondering, do you feel like in, in, in sports these days that our, our armed services are truly honored enough? I know with, I know the money that's behind it and everything, but with just yeah. one day and, you know, we see the NBA do it. NFL maybe celebrates our vets more than, more than other leagues, but do you feel like there should be more? And there's, al- there's always room for more. I mean, there's always room for more and remind because I think sometimes people may forget or, or, or take for granted. So, yeah, I don't think you can ever do that too much. And I don't think the Hawks have a problem with that because of John Collins' mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, 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 that she served. And, and so uh, there's a reminder for everyone who knows that about him and notice about our team in town. Um, so that's special. Not everyone has someone, a parent, uh, that that comes to games and they know that they that they serve. So yeah, I, 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 you, you, we can always do more. Yeah, the two th- the, the two that pop to mind is one as a team. I can't think of any team that does that more than the San Diego Padres. It seems like every time I see them in replays where they're wearing camouflage, they're acknowledging, you know, the the, the naval bases down there and, and talking about the armed forces. And the other one is uh, as a sport. Say what you will about what the NBA uh, NFL does, but I'll tell you one who regularly reminds folks and that's nascar oh absolutely uh-huh. very Na- much nascar's all over that very much very much so anyway terrell what's going on this this past week in the nba we need to know about or you got on your mind well it, it, it's been a very interesting week in the nba uh we, we did see reports uh over the weekend that the nets owner joe Sy, as well as adam silver did have meetings with kyrie Irving. um they both put out statements saying they you know that they don't believe he has any uh anti-semitic beliefs in him however he still is uh, serving a suspension. He'll be eligible to play today. Uh, I don't know if he will he's play not, today, he's however. Not. As the, he's not. He's the, not playing. The, he's not in that Lakers the, game. 
the Brooklyn Nets will be taking on, as you mentioned, the Lakers. A game that, hey, maybe two, three years ago, you know, we'd all be rushing to our TVs to watch, but no Kyrie, no LeBron. Um, so that's that's one big thing that I think really stood out. And I also, we, we kind of talked about it already uh, or, or earlier in our, our last week, rather, but just the Utah Jazz and the Milwaukee Bucks, surprise teams, uh, Milwaukee being undefeated for as long as they were. Of course, our Hawks gave them their first loss, but they still look very sharp. And the Utah Jazz, a team that unfortunately came here and was able to get a win. What did you think um, of them? We got the chance to see them up close and personal. And like I said, several of them we know because they're from here. Um, but but just the fact of how that team goes out and and and, and plays that they're and they won't back down. I mean, they just we said these guys have got to miss some shots or something, make some mistakes or something there down the stretch, and they just wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't. I was I was I was thoroughly impressed. I was thoroughly impressed with how their grit. Um, you know, during the off season, I guess you would say they almost seemed like a cast of misfits. You know, dis- no disrespect to them, but it was a bunch of guys that teams didn't want anymore. And teams were shipping these guys to Utah. And it seems like those guys all have chips on their shoulders. Uh, Coach Hardy is a guy that came from the San Antonio tree. So, you know, he's getting his guys ramped up. I was highly impressed with the Jazz, and I'm very interested to see where they'll go. But those are two things that really stood out to me outside of the play of our Hawks this week. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com, talking NBA with Terrell Thomas. These Urban Times is where you can read them. I want your thoughts on what is what is next. I mean, and, and here's what I mean. When you get into a, a playoff matchup or any kind of just game, important game moving forward, it seems like at this point this Hawks backcourt is gelling, okay? And if you were to shut them down or contain them, if you will, as best as possible, where is – what's next? What is it – what's that low post component that you feel comfortable in so when the, when the backcourt does get – you know, in in a situation where they can't shoot, or for whatever reason they're not as potent as they have been, what where's where's that island? In, like I said, underneath the basket that you feel like is this is going to be his time to shine. It would have to be Big O when he's in the lineup. Now DeAndre Hunter is, is a gentleman who I was who I believe is will be the third will uh, to stay from a scoring effort. John Collins does a lot of scoring, but last night, as we see, he has six points. He's not a guy who normally has a lot of plays ran for him, so he kind of gets a lot of the dirty buckets or, you know, the gritty plays. It will have to be DeAndre Hunter in my eyes because he's he's the most complete scorer outside of our backcourt when you look at a gentleman who can can score from inside the paint, outside the paint. He can drive. He can also shoot the three ball. Uh, So I I would expect us to see more from DeAndre, and I'm hoping that maybe we can creep into that – 17 to 20 points a game because we're pretty much seeing that from our backcourt. We're seeing the the giant saying Trey both hovering around about 25, 28 points a night, somewhere in that range. And they're both also almost averaging about seven assists a night. So the two guys are dishing the ball and scoring the ball, but I would have to go with DeAndre Hunter. If we went in the middle, I would say uh, uh, double low, although he missed last night's game for personal reasons. Clint Capella doesn't really give me the scoring that we want, although he has been a monster on the rebounding side of things. Yeah, had a 20 rebound game. I mean, that, that's that's incredible. But but uh, that, that's what he does. And that's why you have him on this team. Folks, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline, uh, talking NBA and Hawks basketball with Terrell Thomas. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, Eldorado at Eldorado2452. Uh, you talk about Big O and we got Milwaukee coming up. It's my imagination we just seeing a lot of Milwaukee. Maybe it's because we saw two games before the season started, and these guys, you know, they're like over our shoulder. We're seeing them so much, and and that's fine. 
that's fine because we play him well against him. We, we, you know, and when we beat them and, and we turn big old loose on them because he ain't scared of Giannis. Uh, so to me, that's yeah. always that's always an adventure, and we got them coming up tomorrow. Yes, I, hopefully Big O was able to play tomorrow. Uh, hasn't been listed exactly what the personal reasons are. Uh, ho- so hopefully he will be be able to play on the road tomorrow. Or Clint may have his hands full, although I think he'll be up to the task. I'm happy that we've seen the Bucks so much early, as you mentioned. We did see them in the preseason, um, but I think it's a it's a wonderful measuring stick for our team. Of course, Coach Bud knows the not not necessarily these guys, but he knows the organization very well. And they're coming off of a championship not too long ago. So, and, and, and I believe our, our Hawks really grew up against this team when they faced this team in the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago. So, it, it's almost, a, a, I'll say, a budding rivalry, uh, although our Hawks, you know, may need to get some, get some brass up in here, get a championship for it to really, really be a rivalry. But I'm glad that we do get to see them so much. And I, I actually think with them coming off of a loss uh, in Philadelphia last night, that the guy, Coach McMillan, will have the guys ready on Monday night to look and get two wins in a row against the Bucks. You know, we you talk about Milwaukee, and rightfully so, but you and I and, and Sam had a conversation a week or so ago, and, and we sat here and turned our head like Scooby-Doo going, you know, what is going on with Cleveland? Okay, they have turned the corner. They got their superstar. Hawks are taking these guys on the 21st. He's going to be up there in Cleveland. That's the game I'm looking forward to. And like you, are you looking forward to seeing how this team compares itself to the team just above them? They're half a game ahead of them in the standings. Yes, and, it, you know, uh, for, for, for me, honestly, since the playing game, the Cleveland Cavaliers has been a team in the Eastern Conference in which I've been measuring our Hawks up against. Just because when you look at the rosters, you look at their big and Jared Allen, our big and Click and Peller, the rosters seem to match up so well. Uh, and then they also had a, a big acquisi- acquisition yeah, a in the bit. offseason, just like <laughs> we did, you know, and with, with, them, with them adding Donovan Mitchell to their team, but, of course, us adding DeJounte Murray. So I think the teams are two very even teams, and I'm, I'm – Ooh, I'm looking forward to seeing that yeah, matchup, that backcourt matchup when, when Garland and Mitchell take on Murray and Trey. And I think those guys, you know, they're not they're not guys who look look down on the calendar. You know, they, they like to eat the meal that's in front of them. You know, they're not looking for, for dinner and they haven't had breakfast yet. But I do think that in the Ooh, back of their mind, they know nice. that that will, that, that, will be, that, that will be a big matchup. That, uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Hawks basketball coming. You were here on Sports Radio 99 The Game this week. Tomorrow night is Hawks and Bucks. Uh, pre-game 7.30, tip-off 8. Wednesday night is Hawks and Celtics here. Uh, pre-game 7, tip-off at 7.30. What do you make of this Celtics team, um, the things they had to do um, minus the, their coach and still move forward considering what they accomplished last season? Uh, you know, they got a win last night over Detroit. What are we looking for when they come to town here Wednesday night? I've been very surprised with the Celtics team, and I, I think it shows the maturity and the growth in their two superstars and uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I, I thought they might take a, a slight step back, uh, being, as you mentioned, all the drama that took place during the offseason and over the summer uh, with the Celtics and with their, uh, their former coach. But the guys seem to be even more focused than last season. And may, maybe, just maybe, the loss in the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors maybe gave them the fuel that they needed they, they realize that, you know, these 82 games will be pivotal to getting a, a number one seed and to really making some noise in the postseason. So I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to Boston coming to town. Of course, Jalen Brown is always a homecoming game. Uh, but I, <laughs> those two guys right there sometimes, they remind me of Scotty and Michael, and I just don't think they found it yet. Uh, so I, I enjoy seeing them play ball, and it'll be interesting to see how our Hawks measure up against them. 
All right, Terrell. Listen, for those of you who are regular listeners to our show and you've been hearing Terrell join us, we want to thank him publicly because we can't, we have a hard time now that we got these just two hours, Sam, yep. getting guests to join us uh, early in the morning. And Terrell has uh, no excuses. He just steps up like a Marine. Yeah, he does. And, he's, and he has joined us. It, it makes it easier because we're in the NBA season, but we wanted to thank you uh, personally because uh, that's one of the reasons that we regularly hear you, but we also love having you on the show, man. So thank you again. And you enjoyed your, uh, your Sunday Sunday afternoon with the family. Uh, thank you. Thank you. It's funny you threw the Marine out there because I'm definitely a son of two Marines, my mom and my dad. So it's funny you threw stepping up like Marine our yeah. whole day. <laughs> hey, I, I got to tell you, I know he's leaving. You guys check out something that's online. I saw the most incredible thing again. There was this Marines drove up six of them in a Jeep, right? They got out of the Jeep and strategically dismantled this entire Jeep. I mean, it, pull the engine out, everything. And then put it back together and drove off. It's online Whoa. someplace. It is the craziest thing I had ever seen before. <laughs> and it was a bunch. Of, I think it were Marines. They were obviously service guys, but they just kind of drove up, took the jeep apart, the body, everything inside it, seats and everything, and then put it back together and drove off to Krispy Kreme. Hey, uh, Terrell, enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thank you again. Have a great one. Sam and I are going to put a wrap on this show. Going to have the two uh, two dudes, same fantasy, join us, Brian and Bo, in a little bit here. And like I said, some unfinished business. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Made up of these three words that I must say to you. I just called to say I love you. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg wrapping things up before we turn things over to two dudes, same fantasy. Uh, and again, thank you all for making us a part of your Sunday morning. I want to remind you again, December 17th. At Saturday is the day that Sam and I return to Saturday mornings. Uh, we will be obviously talking all manner of sports, but getting you ready for the Celebration Bowl, which Mr. Crenshaw reminded me earlier, is the same day. So we'll be starting, you know, obviously we'll be talking bowl games, and that's the one that kicks every uh, everything off. Listen, I had Eric play that song, Sam. Do you know the significance of that song you heard bringing us back? And I had heard this this past week. I couldn't believe it. Uh, phone company? <laughs> well, okay, that, but that's not what I was going for. Well, I'm just saying. Believe it or not, that song is Stevie Wonder's biggest selling hit. I can believe that. A lot of people wouldn't, and I didn't believe it when I heard it. I mean, you think of all the Stevie Wonder songs, that one. But then on second thought, I'm thinking, that's across the board. Everybody's right. playing that for their right. girlfriends and, and, and wives and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, that's his biggest selling hit. Yeah, I can, I can see that. More insignificant information for you there. Real quick. That I in a get, movie? What? That, uh, it probably was. It, was that it, a movie? I would imagine it was used in a movie. I don't know if it was the theme song. Was it the, in uh, the Gene Wilder, Woman in Red? Maybe. Oh, that's a good call. I think so. That's a good call. Was that who was the was it Kelly LeBrock in that movie? Yes, or it was. Ooh, all right. Oh so my, we both got that working. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of movies, <laughs> let me send you the ninety-two. That was good. Thank you for teeing that up. Uh, and again, I we went through this whole show and we didn't talk about my week. And um, um, Eric, I need you to let me know when Abe, who will be in for Bar uh, Brian, comes into the studio because I, I want to say something to Abe. Um, but this past week, I got to spend three days with The Rock. And I, I don't have time to get into the, the various stories. I will just say that um, 
I want to apologize to those of you who were trying to get in the Perimeter Mall this past week because that dude took over everything over there. And they didn't uh, close it. They didn't close it. And yeah. folks were in there trying to get, you know, shop for Christmas, and they had heard what was going on. And, you know, people were like, where's the rock? Where's the rock? I will tell you this quick story. I will. Do I have time? Do you remember the Dream Team and – and um Charles Barkley talking about he'd been around all kinds of famous people, elected officials, kings, queens, whatever. He had never been around anybody famous that caused people to lose their minds and stare in a way that he could feel the way Michael Jordan did. He said being around Michael Jordan, he said it was like daggers going into, into his body because he could feel all the eyeballs. I'm going to tell you what. I watched that, and I, this is probably the closest thing to that when it comes, comes to The Rock. This dude walks into a room or to an area, and I don't care if there's a thousand people or eight, everybody's focused on everything. You could pick folks' pocket, and they wouldn't even see it because they were staring at this dude. And that's all I want to say. We got more stories coming. You can believe that? I can totally believe that. 929thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see the new casting call. It is up, it is fresh. You guys got any questions about any of the stuff on there? It's greg.clarksonodyssey.com. And of course, you can see the list right now on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. It's getting kind of low right now. Not a lot of in front of the camera stuff because we're heading toward the holiday. So this is a perfect time to go check out that list of casting directors and go to their Facebook website, wherever they're posting jobs, and see what's coming up. Having said that, um, Mr. Crenshaw, there were some local things that you didn't get a chance to get to earlier. I'm um, just some things. We covered some things up in college. We talked earlier about Georgia State having a setback, losing to uh, Louisiana Monroe yesterday. Tech falls to Miami. Uh, Kennesaw State falls to Austin P. Mercer loses to Furman. The alma mater is a winner, 43-36 over North Greenville, and they're waiting for a phone call to see if they make it to the NCAA Division II playoffs. We'll see what that Valdosta State's a winner. Reinhardt, 40-0. They keep winning. Uh, Barry's a winner over Hendricks. Uh, and in case you're wondering, Benedict is a winner in the SIAC championship game. They beat Tuskegee 58-21. And Morehouse has the help, wanted sign out. And, Eric, we're going to bring you in right quick. Let you say a little something about Coach Freeman. Um, last week we talked about the fact that I went to Sylacauga, Alabama, to broadcast Morehouse. Yeah, but, Clark, but Morehouse won the game uh, to not have a, a winless season. But earlier in the week, Coach Rich Freeman stepped down um, as head coach over at Morehouse. Uh, Eric, some thoughts about Coach. The best 16-year run in the history of Morehouse, which a lot of people don't realize. I mean, we have a lot of history of an institution overall, but as far as sports goes, we're mostly talking about basketball, track and field, and tennis. But for our football program, his 16 years there is the best run Morehouse has ever had. Mostly in the first 10 to 12 years, took us to our only playoff uh, run in the history of Morehouse College, won most homecomings his first Eight to ten years there um, will be sorely missed. We gave him his first ever head coaching job. It won't be his last. And yeah. um, the difference he made, if you look at his social media, the difference he made in so many young men's lives, uh, Coach Freeman will ever be, you know, remembered at Morehouse. I think something at our stadium should be named for him at some point. I'm not sure where he is on the all-time wins list, but he's got to be pretty, pretty high up there. So, you know, I saw his first game. I saw his last game. I saw most of them in between, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, and I've saw his boys, his boys at Douglas County High School mm-hmm. have uh, mm-hmm. are doing well. So, just best of luck to him and yeah. his daughters. He's got he's got several kids, so he's he's a good guy, good friend of mine. Good people, he's been a friend of the show, and we wish all the best for for Coach Freeman. Now we mentioned the Celebration Bowl on December seventeenth uh, when Greg and I come back on that Saturday morning, and then uh, that same day at twelve noon it will be Celebration Bowl, the MEAC champion against the SWAC champion at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They sold out last year, almost 50,000 seats 
Uh, one team we know that will be there, North Carolina Central uh, will be hmm, the team. Okay. They, they beat Norfolk State yesterday, so they have punched their ticket to come to Atlanta and play in the celebration bowl. Who they will face, we do not know. Uh, Jackson State won yesterday, but they still got to get through their conference championship game before they get to come uh, the celebration bowl. So SWAC still got some things up in the air as far as that goes. Um, NASCAR news. We found out that Joey Logano was a champion, won it last week uh, out in Phoenix. Uh, our guy Chase Elliott got hit from the back and spun and hit the wall, and it was a dread, dreadful day. Uh, but anyway, Atlanta Motor Speedway have announced their dates for next year. Um, March 19th, the spring race. We'll have a Cup, Truck, and Xfinity. Uh, it will be the Ambetter Health 400. It has been a 500 in the past, and it was Foles of Honor Quick Trip. And a lot of people I've talked to are alarmed because sponsored by Quick Trip, they would set up a Quick Trip kitchen there in the media center. I mean, everything you would get if you go to Quick, they would have all race long. So there's really? some people are a little, rather alarmed that that Quick Trip kitchen is not going to be back. We don't think it's uh, Ambetter Health. Uh, is going to be sponsoring that. And the Quaker State 400, the July 9th race, will be at night, 7 o'clock starter for that, that race, and uh, be under the lights. And a lot of people think that attendance would be better, it would be cooler because it's so hot at that time. So those are some notes. Uh, <laughs> and really, man, we went out, you know, Eric and I went out there, and it was, it was roasting out there, out there last year. But yeah. you mentioned one of the landmarks earlier, yeah. and they had the food truck out there for Mary Max. There you go. That's that's that, there you that, go. that 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 was the, the the media room was quite strong that day. Hey 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 Eric, you still with us? Absolutely. You know what I got a picture of this week from Sam? Talk to me. Uh, pumpkin pie. <laughs> it was a warm or cold. <laughs> I, he you know, he just sent me a picture. He didn't have to say nothing to He didn't have to say a word. Yeah, I got times a, coming up. Well, I, you probably can get them everywhere now. That man yeah. sent me a picture of pumpkin pie. Everybody knows what I'm talking about cuz yeah. when we're out together, people say, "Man, you leave Sam alone with that cold pumpkin pie." <laughs> I got a picture of pumpkin pie this past week. I saw that. I had to send that to you. If you got, if y'all don't know what he's talking about, as far as uh, Mary Max, we started the show talking about we tripped into this unofficial Atlanta landmarks that should be part of the Atlanta Historic Society. Mary Max Tea Room is one of them. The Varsity is another one. The Plaza Theater on Ponce, Claremont Lounge, the Big Chicken, and the Dwarf House. Those are the ones we came up with. We asked you guys to holler at us, but we appreciate you participating in all that. And, uh, again, just uh, just a crazy week, you know, as we sit here on Whoopi Goldberg's 67th birthday. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. It is her birthday. It's Jimmy Kimmel's 55th birthday. And we all wish that this dude got a chance to see this before he died, but he left uh, the earth before he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and that's Buck O'Neill. Would have been his birthday today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> uh, just, you know, somebody I'd never met and, and, and wished I had. Uh, anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. Uh, should I just continue this, Eric, before our guys come into the studio and knock out this uh, insignificant information without the sounder? Is this Go about ahead. time you and, were going to knock and, this? And uh, Mr. Johnson is is there with you. Oh, we here. We here, bro. Oh, we there. Okay, here. well, here. let me just let me just knock this out. Just a couple big things that happened on this day. We we obviously were paying tribute to Veterans Day or the people, um, our veterans. I guess that's the best way to put it. And mm-hmm. um, today was the day, the year before Pops was drafted, that they lowered the dra- the draft age. It went from twenty one to eighteen on this day. It's also the day the Vietnam Veterans Memorial opened in D.C. Bob Gibson beat out Pete Rose for the National League MVP first time. There is a hawk 
The first person to get 20 points in 2000, excuse me, 20,000 points in the NBA was a Hawk. Did you know that? He was a St. Louis Hawk. That's Bob Pettit. Bob Pettit. Got it on this day. Uh, also on this day, 56, uh, the Supreme Court ruled that race uh, separation on buses was unconstitutional. Did that in 1956, one year after Miss Rosa Parks. Uh, did you, you guys ever see Fantasia? I always thought that was overrated, that Disney movie. Yeah. Anyway, it premiered on this day. Okay. Uh, just some other stuff. And this is one of those things. I think this was the thing that uh, kept Howard Cosell. No, that was the Tex winner. Tex so, I forgot that dude's last name. Tex, the boxer. Oh, Cobb. Tex Cobb fight. Yeah. But on this day, this was the day that Ray, Ray Mancini beat Dooku Kim. Okay. That was the lightweight fight. Dooku Kim, in the ring, went into a coma and passed away four days later. Yeah. And this was one of the things that uh, drove Cosell. I remember that from it. Speaking of boxing, Riddick Bo beat Evander on this day, the first of three fights between those two. And there wasn't one with the fan dude, was it? I don't think it was the first one. I think it was the second one. It was the second one. Y'all laughing. Yeah. Y'all remember Fan Man. Y'all don't remember Fan Man? I do remember Fan Man. I remember Man. Butch, Butch Lewis with one of the portable phones. I haven't heard about phones. Fan Man in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Jumped in there. I just remember Butch Lewis with his vest and no shirt on and that big, yeah. the way cell phones used to be. They were like bricks back then. Knocking that, hitting that dude on the head. <laughs> over and over. Uh, and also Eminem released uh, Lose Yourself on hey. this date. All right. Back in uh, 2002. Hey, is Abe in the studio? Yes, he is, man. Abe, good morning. They're ready What's to get happening? things started. I wanted to publicly apologize to you for being obnoxious this past week. You were in working very hard. I came in there to talk to you about uh, the, the veterans uh, sound that we, we played earlier, but in case you guys wanted it where it was. And then I started feeling myself, Sam. And this dude is producing a show. And I sat there and showed him this picture that I had. And I could tell he was rolling his eyes. I know mean, you're being nice about it, but I was being overly obnoxious. And for that, I wanted to apologize because I, I try to be better. But I, was, I, I had a picture this past week, man. I can't wait to show everybody. But I was showing it to anybody who I could. <laughs> and Abe got caught in the mix. And not so, needed, not needed. All I, I, I wanted to do that. Anyway, guys, it's time for uh, Two Dudes, Same Fantasy. Uh, you just heard Abe. He's in for Brian this week. And as we like to do, what uh, is on your mind or what happened this past week before you guys talk nothing but football for the next hour, some things that stood out? I'm kind of curious as to what, was, what this picture was of. Really? <laughs> I, oh, I guess not. Well, <laughs> no, it's, not, it's, right? I, gotta, I have to watch what I say. That's the thing. Got you. So um, let me ask you two guys this. Um, Barry Bonds get in the Hall of Fame finally? Nah. Hell no. You know he's not going to get 12 votes? Nah. Mm -mm. At least the first year? Surely he's, he's going to get in eventually. I got I got hope for Dale Murphy. Surely Murph makes it in on yeah, this. That's what I'm saying. I, I, that, that's the, when you talk 80s, about the Hall of 90s Fame. 90s committee. Yeah, the committee. I hope that the committee does that. Why are right. we not talking Andrew Jones? Well, he wasn't we, even on the ballot. I think he's still on the big ballot. Yeah. He's okay. still so, eligible on so the big we're ballot. So we're talking, we're talking the veterans, is it? They, they named it something else. It's not Veterans Committee. Yeah, kind they, of contemporary guys. Yeah. From contemporary era. Yeah. Okay. Contemporary yeah. era committee is what it actually is. Yeah. Right. And it's 16 dudes. I got some bad out of 16 votes. Barry's getting in. Yeah. No. You really you think, think he's going to get in this season? Nah. I think, I think Maybe not this season, season, but he'll get in. Oh, he'll get in, but he ain't get in. He deserves to be. I don't know how soon he'll get in. But 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 Holier than thou baseball Hall of Fame. You know what? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but, I mean, if he's going to get, you got the whole rest of the crew that's got to get into Yeah, they'll get into it. Well, I think, you know? yeah, Clemens, definitely. What about Andy Pettit? Who? <laughs> I, said, I said Andy Pettit, the guy who's got the most wins in playoff 
uh, I don't think Pettit, Pettit's on the ballot. Pettit okay. might I didn't still think so. be on the big ballot. I just wondered if he was he was in because of that record. I know he's a little bit ahead of Smoltz. I just and, think you got some guys that are all, but they they may rush him in all at the same time. McGuire, you know, all, all Killings on there. Yep. Uh, Palmero's on there. He won't. He won't. I don't no. think Palmero ever gets in. No, but I don't Killings on there. Clemens is on there. Uh, Bonds is on there, and then of course Murph, and then there's a few other guys. But uh, hopefully Murph gets in this yeah. year. But yeah, Barry at some point got to. But let me ask you again: Does Andrew Jones have to wait to get on this yeah. ballot? Yeah. Before? Unfortunately, he does. Why is they the, don't? I don't know. I mean, they don't. They don't value they, they defense. Don't like they, defense. Yeah. If you're if you're a skill position like shortstop, I guess center field is not a skill position. But you can't win ten straight Gold Gloves. But you got him. He was the best player. Please. at his position. Thank you for ten straight years. Thank and it's you. Not even close. Thank yeah. you. And these curmudgeonly old guys still won't put him <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. No, and you look at those numbers, and exactly, you talk about a skill position, There's that's baseball is all about being strong up the middle. Yeah. And he's that dude, for, he's the last line of defense up the middle. Ah. He's, he's the only, besides the catcher, he's the only guy that can see the entire field. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sam, take us out there, sir. We got oh, a full God. day of stuff we, happening. We do, we really do. Starting in just a few minutes is why these guys have got to get going because we got a pre pregame at 9 o'clock and a 9.30 uh, kick for Seattle and Tampa Bay. That's come all the way from Germany. After that, we got Texas, the Texans and the Giants. Uh, after that game, we got the Cowboys and the Packers. And after that game, the Sunday night game, we got Chargers and San Francisco. Uh, that's all coming up for you here, your place for the NFL all day long. Here's Sports Radio, 1990game and 1990game.com. Eric, thanks for your work over there. Thank Eric you, Eric. Slaughter, exemplary work as always, other side of, other side of the glass. Uh, two guys. Same fantasy, well, two, one and a half of them, whichever we want to say. No, there's still two. I think there's two fellas in your room there, which That's <laughs> all coming up next. <laughs> Greg, we'll talk to you later, man. All right, everybody, have yourself a big week, and thank you very much for making us a part of your Sunday. Remember, December 17th, we're back on Saturdays. Say goodbye, Sam. Enjoy your game day Sunday here on thank Sports you. Radio 1990 Game and 1990Game.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 